Welcome back to Open to Truth, a podcast all about exploring big ideas and discovering truth together. My name's Clint. Hey, I'm Tony. Welcome back. And uh, today I want to talk about, this is something that's been on my mind for a while. I've heard that there's an info wars sort of brooding. Um, and this is the first time I've started to find myself actually a little bit lost at sea in the information ocean. Oh. Um, so I want to talk... You, you thought you had your mooring before? Yeah. And just now you're... Just now I've found... And part of this is I've got obviously an American circle of friends and I've got an Aussie circle of friends as well. And the kinds of um, perspectives that each offer on current events, whether it's coronavirus or whatever, is markedly different. And it's not lost on me that... Uh, there's a pretty strong geographic difference as well. And mm -hmm. now I'm seeing these strong differences of opinion about the same topic. And I find myself kind of caught in the middle because there's minds that I respect on both sides. And the difference must be the information that these people have access to. Or, or maybe the way they're handling the information, which is why we mm -hmm. had a really long discussion this past week with one of my Aussie friends about it all, trying to get yeah. to the bottom of it. But I'm just realizing more and more that each of us, and I think, you've probably seen this this is probably not news to you but there is a way that each of us can through self-selecting where we go for our information and that coupled with the algorithms that are learning about where we go for our information and what kind of stories get a reaction from us or get engagement from us our social media feeds can become echo chambers where we're only seeing stuff from people who agree with us or stuff that's designed to misrepresent the other side and trigger us into clicking on it or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'll just say off the bat, look, I do not want to be a weird conspiracy theorist. Like everybody puppet masters are pulling the info strings and we're just dancing the dance. I don't want to be that, but I also don't want to be naive because I think there is lots of money involved and there's lots at stake depending on what these issues are. And, mm -hmm. and I know that I myself might not be above, uh, accepting money to write a certain article. If it was enough money, you know, I would be tempted by that. So are these other mainstream media outlets also being similarly tempted? So here's what I want to discuss today. Anyway, before we get too far in the weeds, really, I want to take a look at how do we actually go about getting our information, not what should we do, but what are our habits? How what do you I, do, what do I actually What do we do? actually do? What do you do? What do I do? Am I just reading headlines, you know? And then I'd like to talk about what should we do? Um, because I, I can imagine that for years and years, the issue was there's not, there's a scarcity of information. Uh, I would have to be literate, learn how to read and write, go to a library or something and read a bunch. Now there's like more information than I have minutes in the day to digest it so oh much more. I mean, yeah. we're just drowning in it that each of us is forced to make choices about which information do we look at and which don't we. And it's sort of a, a new problem that I'm now seeing has concrete effects in my life when it comes to decisions that I need to make. So, mm. okay. So there's my, so what preamble. are some, like, just for example, not that we have to go into the details, but yeah. what's like one flashpoint. So flashpoint right now is obviously the COVID vaccinations. Mm -hmm. That would be a big one. We've got now vaccines, only about half the country is vaccinated. And it's because for many people, there's concerns about the safety of the vaccine, the speed that it was rolled out, or it's because of um, particular voices that they're listening to online that are casting doubt on whether or not the whole virus is a conspiracy or a hoax, whatever it happens to be. There's mm -hmm. a million reasons. And it's a whole spectrum. Sure. You've, got, you've got whack jobs right off the deep end on both sides and people in the middle trying to figure it out. 
at least to the point where now some vaccines are going to waste because people don't feel like they really need to take them or don't feel safe enough to take mm-hmm. them. It's such an interesting thing to bring up because for a while, and and maybe this just indicates our lives of privilege, yeah. but a lot of the political topics and debates that go on end up really just kind of being an abstract discussion about ideas yeah. and don't actually play out in my life. Like whatever I happen to think about abortion yeah. or something... I'm not going to have one right? because I can't. Yeah. You know, so yeah. at some yeah. level, like, yeah, it's... I, it never is foisted upon me, this decision, or yeah. what to think about food stamps, or, like, all these different topics that mm-hmm. I actually don't end up ever doing. doesn't affect your life. But these ones yeah. do. And, like, we, so 2020, in all its glory, had these different things come up where everyone was forced to choose one way or the Pick other. Pick Yeah masks and vaccines yep. being the prominent ones and every four years you cast a ballot oh, i mean, I guess only 30 some percent of us do yeah but, um <laughs> for the president in different elections yeah so that was you had prior. all of that last year as well right yeah and it's all tied together it's, mm-hmm. it's become politicized in this country in a way that i think maybe it hasn't in australia which accounts for mm-hmm. some of it but coronavirus isn't the first or last uh sort of event that we're yeah. going to find ourselves in this weird... A culminating moment where mm-hmm. you have to act one way or the other. And On it's not just an the... idea anymore. Right. You really are either going to wear the mask or not. Yep. Or get vaccinated or not. Right. Whatever yeah. you have to think about gun control or whether there should be a death penalty. Yeah. Look, you didn't do a murder you're and probably... you're not pulling the trigger on a capital punishment. Yeah. So you can think all you want about it. But at the end of the day, you need to do yeah. one of two things in these cases. Yeah, that's right. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm feeling. And I don't think the problem is going to get easier as time goes on. I want to have a strategy, you know, um, as as the amount of information out there continues to increase and life goes okay. on. I just I want to have a plan. All right. I don't but before we be... get to that plan, what do you do now? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do now? Okay. So your your own mea culpa. You can be vulnerable all right, here. I'm just going to walk it through. For, for a long time, I have had the sense that I would rather trust. I'm just going to throw things out there. You mm-hmm. tell me if you agree. I would rather trust um, the, like if I'm looking at reviews for a product and I'm trying to find out, is this product oh, worth, worth getting? Yeah. Is it worth spending money on? If I go to the product's website and I see reviews there, I don't trust those at all. Not remotely. If it's on their website, mm-hmm. they're going to cherry pick the best ones. I just, that's not, that strikes it's me. It's been hand selected. Yeah. There's a conflict of interest there. I'm not trusting those. I would sooner go to something like a Reddit or some anonymous message board and find user reviews, somebody's experience. I bought this thing. They said it would do this, but it cheaped down on me in this way. Great. That's more trustworthy to me. Or what about in just that case, I I recently went through the purchasing process of a new riding lawn tractor. Congratulations. Uh, I ended up going with... So this is... I think this is a good case, actually. Let's do it. So square one, what do you do? Yeah. I, mine broke. Uh-huh. I'm sick of push mowing my acre. It takes two and a half hours. I want to sit and relax while I mow. Yeah. So I need to buy something. And so where do you start? Do you buy new or used? Mm. And there's so many tractors out there and there's different. It can look the exact same, but apparently the insides are different. That's right. <laughs> so I don't know about horsepower. I don't know about gigawatts or uh-huh. whatever it is that powers these things. Yeah. And so I'm relying on reviews, basically. 
and yeah. I can I can go to the company website and I'm looking at look at this tractor pulling all these concrete blocks and it didn't break it on the video. Strong. <laughs> yeah, I guess you wouldn't put out a video of it not breaking. But then there, so there is this uh, company called Consumer Reports, mm -hmm. and this is a professional company that their sole job is to they buy the products or maybe the product the companies let them use the products mm -hmm. for a cheaper cost and they toy around with them and give you their opinion mm. but it costs money you have to subscribe really monthly to in, to access that information mm. so and i chose not to do it i'm like ah i don't want to pay the 15 dollars now to why get... you think you think you can find the same info somewhere else for free quite an honest report yeah, what happened there it's, i guess so yeah uh i didn't want to factor that into the cost of the new thing R right okay. i find myself not doing that very often with products paying for consumer reports or just like even looking for it i don't buy that many products that i would be that concerned about it yeah um yeah so i just didn't find it to be have ongoing value now That's forgive me for a riding on riding lawnmower <laughs> yeah. what kind of price range are we talking less than five grand probably right oh oh yeah, yeah a few grand i mean maybe. i was looking at in between like 1400 and okay. 2000 all right i'm just wondering if the the size of the purchase influences how willing how much you're willing to dig for info like if it was a car then... it does influence my whether how much time i spend mm -hmm. but here was like a money option yeah see. and that freaked me out yeah <laughs> so then what i ended up doing was i went to testimonial evidence of people that i knew that i personally trusted okay so, so that I, limits the circle to people you know very small pool yes now that you've narrowed mm -hmm. your information search to so i texted a guy that has gave me a tip about a local mechanic that i've been that i've trusted yeah uh and he let me know that he actually in addition to repairing cars repairs lawnmowers and sometimes takes in crappy ones, fixes them, and sells them. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I already trust my mechanic with my car. I feel like I've been treated fairly. He's not going to give me a piece of crap. Mm -hmm. And so I contacted him. He had a lawnmower that was uh, way cheaper. That was in my than my price range even mm -hmm. for what I wanted, and it was used. So I did it. And mostly because it's a guy you trust with, an, you've had good experiences with him. I think before. that's the takeaway. Like in that little story about my tractor, mm -hmm. I ended up going with someone that I had a, a lot of good evidence, even experientially so, that he's trustworthy, is going to give me a good deal, that this product that is He knows going what to he's be... doing. He knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't sell you a dud because he can spot them. And in the future, when this thing breaks, inevitably, I'm going to take it to him. To fix it. So there's a competency there that you're relying on. He's, and an ongoing relationship. Yeah. Like he has an interest in making me happy with this purchase. Yeah. That maybe a Home Depot doesn't, they don't really care about Clint. Yeah. They care about the aggregate of Clint's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but not me personally. I could get a crap mower and it doesn't really matter that much to them. Yes. Got it. Yeah. That's what ended up happening. Because there is, a, I mean, often what will happen in these discussions is an appeal to authority. There's a scientist so-and-so says this, or Dr. Fauci says this, whatever, whoever the authority happens Absolutely. to be that you appeal to. And that has to be sometimes a valid strategy, right? Because if mm -hmm. there is a, if there's somebody who knows more about a subject than me, it would be right for me to defer to them. Let me throw this at you. Mm. Most things that you know, or at least think you know, are grounded on testimonial evidence. Yeah. You have not done the legwork. Do you, how do you know oh, there's no. Saturn? Totally, man. Yeah. The planet Saturn. Like, I, you really think you know it, but you know that 
on testimonial evidence. Maybe you have. I don't know. Have you looked through a telescope and I haven't and seen its rings? No, I no. haven't. Not okay. Saturn. So I don't know. It might not be there. You know. <laughs> so it's largely testimonial. Yes. An astronomer has done that legwork and has told you through to a lot of different. It's been corroborated by more than one guy. Yeah, yeah. But that's why you think it. Totally. Almost everything, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Someone told me somewhere, uh -huh. and I'm sort of trusting that they've been peer-reviewed on that. So we don't want to throw out appeals to authority, but it can be problematic, right? If you're... Uh, let's say this. There's plenty of whack jobs who have PhD after their name, right? Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people who have been through a PhD program who, who then go off the deep end or or maybe they they've got fringe ideas that they want to get recognition for so they're gonna mm -hmm. do research in that area but really it's more about getting published or getting seen or w making a name for yourself whatever it happens whatever the incentives are there that have become perverted in some way the alphabet soup after somebody's name isn't enough to warrant them authority status right not uh, sorry to say i don't think that's the case i mean after yeah. all i'm trying to achieve my own phd right, right. say what you will about myself but so so yeah. i want to know how then well actually you know what i don't know if we finished you told a story about how you gather information i told a story maybe about reviews other than that i am not doing a whole lot of reading of say mainstream media your classic news outlets oh you find yourself not doing that? i'm not browsing their web or if i am i'm doing it with extreme skepticism like mm -hmm. i i very rarely am taking a headline at face value i assume that that headline has been carefully worded to have me think a certain way um so where i can especially and what is mainstream media what I'm, does that mean? I'm just thinking i'm the outlets i'm thinking of fox cnbc those sort of news okay outlets um that those aren't my primary place that i go for information anymore i'd be curious to know listeners if it's if that's the same for you as well where do you get most of your information is it podcasts and youtube or i think that's a growing trend yeah for i sure. think so too joe rogan is pulling the strings of a lot of yeah well this has to be a thing is that um he doesn't have to worry about censorship mm-hmm Right, he can say whatever he wants. Where that seems less true of some of these mainstream media outlets, there's so, or they or they just wouldn't say stuff. I guess. I think yeah that yeah, yeah both of those things. I mean he's he in particular has insulated himself to a degree. His contract with Spotify, for, from what I can tell, uh, protects him. He's not going to lose that contract on the basis of mm -hmm. what he says there. So there's something I appreciate about that. That, that there's no topic topic off limits for him mm -hmm. great and the long form conversation of it yeah you're going to be hearing the conversation teased out now he has plenty of nuts on his show as sure. well and he's not an authority on a lot of stuff he's right. just a guy who likes talking to people so okay um but as far as knowing when an authority is trustworthy especially if it's not somebody you know who's fixed up your car previously it's a name on a website Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I found myself the other day just noticing, what am I doing here? I'm reading, okay, I'm reading an article on a website. I don't know who wrote this. I know. I don't know where they got their info from. I never heard of this website before, but I am allowing it to form my opinion or at least how I feel. If not my opinion, it's at least swaying me emotionally doing about different topics. So then I thought, okay, well, maybe I should be, may, first of all, if they have a footnote, I'm going to check that out. That, do you? Do seems, you actually? Well, if it's a topic that I'm unsure of, 
like something like give me an example because i i might have be even worse okay this at you but okay here's an example um uh the okay melissa and i have we're expecting a baby i think you guys know this and so we've had ongoing discussions about like what's good for the baby's health what's not good for the baby's health and there's i think there's plenty of people out there looking for a cash grab to say choose this particular product because it doesn't have chemicals so such and such in it whatever it happens to be some of that's probably valid i think a lot of it's a money grab so we have this discussion and i i kind of dove into it with her i was like let's let's find this out together here's an article on a website that's talking about i forget what this one was about the electromagnetic radiation or something like that oh. and i was like okay i'm dro- dropping the start putting my foot down here this is we're not going to be a completely wired house we're going to have wireless stuff here yeah um so let's take a look at what they're saying Ra- electrical fields are bad that's basically the argument they were laying forth in the article I was like, okay, but electrical fields are literally everywhere. So mm-hmm. that seems absurd. And they cited a couple of studies and I thought, okay, I'll go check out these studies and see what the studies were actually about. So there you're going, I can't read the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an abstract and I'm seeing the, seeing the methods, seeing their conclusions. And in this case, it was a study of people who had for, I forget however many years, worked on like electric wires and poles by transformers very close proximity to very high amounts of electricity oh and they're showing that that can have some adverse health effects it's like yes we all agree with that but the question is does a, a wireless webcam emit anywhere near those sort of dangerous levels and i don't think so so there's a case where investigating the studies that were cited that's a misleading con- sentence con- in it, the article then. right it convinced me they've misused these the conclusions of these studies they have mm-hmm. extrapolated further than the study in should. order to have a more salacious headline that to gotta sell click. the stuff Be- and not even maybe not even sell but who know, are there ads on the yeah. website and then just your click alone was yeah we got them so oh, so man. there's an example of me attempting to investigate a first-hand source like a study but i'll be the first to acknowledge that i'm not an expert in i'm not a medical expert i'm not a statistics expert so it's like even when I look at the results of these studies and study methods, man, I I can't really critique the scientific method they've used because I, I don't know that much about the proper way to study right. electric radiation, you know? Mm-hmm. So how much can be reasonably... Uh, when have I done my due diligence? That's what I want to know. What's an appropriate amount of due diligence? And maybe it varies topic to topic. Maybe it is. It's, well, how much are you looking to spend on a car? Well, you should probably do some more due diligence. Or are you looking to invest? Well, then you should really do some. Or, but maybe on smaller scale issues, you do less. I think that's a, that last bit is super important. The smaller scale issues. Yeah. We can have a whole discussion about what falls into what category. But shouldn't the importance of the topic like, dictate... Like what's at stake. The really? level, the the bar of evidence that needs to be hurdled over in mm-hmm. order to make the decision. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm not doing research on where to go for lunch. Mm-hmm. It's like I could, I could figure out who's sourcing all of their food the most ethically. And I could do, maybe I should, maybe yeah. I should, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get this thing. Um, because I can't become an expert in all those fields. Now to your point, there are some important decisions that uh like for example the birth of a child or health Mm -hmm. issues or whatever it is i should do more research than i would do on a burger Mm -hmm. but 
I am still faced with the limitation of not being an expert in those fields. Like I need to appeal to authority at some point, unless I'm going to go and get a medical degree and study statistics and all of that. But it's unreasonable to expect everybody to do that. There needs to be a way that I can make an informed decision as a lay person. Yeah. And I don't know what that is other than like mm -hmm. I have been seeking a variety of different sources and seeing what are most people, is there a consensus around this or is it controversial? I guess those are the trickiest is when it's really controversial and there's not a clear consensus. I well, yeah, I'm trying to think of where the problem lies here. So you just gave an example of you were trying to buy a product for a baby. Yeah. And you just want to know, is that thing safe? Yeah. You did a bit of like some top hits on Google. Mm -hmm. Here's a little article. And you're like, oh, I don't know if that's right. You did some due diligence, looked at the studies that they're claiming it's based on. You're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Well, now I don't trust your argument millions of people use this thing yeah i feel less concerned let's buy it yes i think that's that was a great that was fine that was that a was successful story of reasoning exemplary? okay yeah. <laughs> yeah okay i think you did the right amount of digging in mm -hmm. maybe even a little bit more than most people would about this product yeah well maybe maybe more than most yeah yeah but i'm just um so but you brought that up like are you concerned that you did bad there I didn't, I don't feel like I have finished the discussion. I feel like there's more that could be said, you know, that, um, I at least felt safe with that product. That's okay. where I ended. I was like, I don't think this product is going to harm me or my family. Mm -hmm. So, uh, wow. Wow. Product. I mean, you've really opened the door with products, with products. Yeah. I mean, that is, there's a whole industry behind that. That feels really veiled yeah. to me and the access I have to it. And, whole expose even in the food industry there's whole exposés that are done on how different food is processed and yep i don't know man i think it's worth looking into at times but in the meantime you do still have to live and to eat yeah and do so in a way that's affordable for you and your family and yeah. you need to make maybe what turns out to be if you had the god's eye view suboptimal mm -hmm. in the meantime well, and, and is the cost that you're incurring really that grave yeah and maybe it's not i mean i'm just i'm aware that billions of dollars are spent on marketing mm -hmm. and and it is a science i mean our minds tick in certain ways and there are better and worse ways to market to people and so i'm just i'm not naive to the fact that i am under the sway of of influence marketing influence whether i like it or not no matter how shrewd i think i am mm -hmm. um I like the the paths that I choose to click through on the internet are well-designed funnels a lot of the time. It's yes. like someone has intended for me to follow this particular, and I can think I'm on the hunt for a good product or good info and I'm, it's self-directed. Mm -hmm. And it is to an extent, but it's like, I'm not totally free of, of influence there. And again, I'm not trying to say there's puppet masters in the whole world being controlled, but like, mm -hmm. I just want to, I don't want to be overly naive and, uh, and so, for example, I, there's a, I consider myself something of an audiophile. I mean, not, I'm not an actual audiophile, but I do love music. I like good sound. I'm interested in good products. There was a set of headphones recently that I started getting targeted ads for, and they got me pretty good. I was like, man, these look like some pretty good headphones. Like, mm -hmm. maybe I'll get these. Did some digging around on Reddit, under the audiophile Reddit, actually. I was like, mm -hmm. I'll go where the people whose hobby this is. Yeah. What do they say about it? And they all said, yeah, it's cheap Korean junk that's just been marketed really well. Don't get it. 
It's wow. like, man. Okay, well, I guess that it could be. I don't know. I actually don't know, and I'm not in a position to know. Mm-hmm. So but you're not buying it now. No, I'm not buying you're it. Ta- now. So, but so it did work. I trusted. It, like it did. Uh, it had an effect on you when you went to get that testimonial evidence. Yeah. Now you are. Now you find yourself in the position. I will not buy that thing. Yeah. Right? Yes. Something could something come along to change your mind, and what would yes. that need to be? Uh, if, if there was disagreement on that forum. And somebody else had chimed in and said, that is not true. They're not from Korea. They sourced them from here in Texas mm-hmm. and the speakers are made in wherever. I mean, wow, he really seems to know what he's talking because about. Because at some level now where like, it gets looped back into like a thing that gets brought up a lot on the podcast and it makes sense that it would be. And that's yeah. ethics and morality and yep. the duty that you have. How, how ought I live? How ought mm-hmm. I spend my time on this earth? And you are right to point out, and this is a problem with maybe consequentialist ethics, you could spend so much of your time researching. Look around this room. Oh, yeah, I know, man. In this room alone, are there over 100 products? Yeah, yeah. And I, certainly, it's not even my house. Yeah. And I'm sure you have done next to nothing in terms of the amount what of, could be done in what terms could of be research. done to research there's paint and there's wood and, yeah. <laughs> and maybe you did some cost analysis but certainly not like where did they chop where's the tree from yeah where, and did it contribute to deforestation and what about this black paint yeah on this <laughs> right. I, I don't know and there maybe maybe you could unearth something that would give you pause yeah but at some point you have to look yourself in the mirror and ask is this really what a, am I doing with is my this life? really a moral duty of mine to analyze all of this you can and there, now we get to is there a level of trust that I need to have in my fellow human beings like a consumer reports mm-hmm. company or other whistleblowers in the industry whose job it is or, or the better business bureau yep that we've kind of outsourced this as consumers to police our marketplace mm-hmm. um, they're like for example, there have been class action lawsuits that have been filed in our history yeah. against businesses for faulty or misleading products all across the board in food, in clothing, in medicine, and companies end up paying a lot of money and even go under because yeah. of such things. And I would think that that would reach your ears if it got big enough. If, yes. it, if it really turned out that, what's this, a sure yeah. microphone? Yeah. If it turned out that they were... I don't know, lopping off the heads of their employees yeah. that made a mistake when they were crafting the microphone. We would probably hear it. It would be it. such big news. We'd get around to it and we'd get different microphones yeah. or like do something else, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's right. So that's kind of how I've treated it. I, I do the amount that I need to personally satisfy this threshold of evidence that I've somewhat arbitrarily made up mm-hmm. or just as, or at least as relative to my income level, my other time commitments. I kind of have an idea of, I want to spend three to four hours researching about this mower. Yeah. I feel like after that, I should have acquired enough evidence to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to pull the trigger on the what my best available evidence is at that time. Yeah. I'm still being intellectually virtuous, I hope, in the avenue of openness and that I am willing to admit that I was wrong mm. in my purchase. Maybe something will... I'll find something out that, oh man, I could have gotten this better mower yeah. over here had I done this extra research. Maybe that I'm open to finding out that that's the case. Yeah. And then, oh shoot, I made a mistake. But that doesn't mean you were wrong to cut off your research time. It doesn't necessarily mean And that. get on with the living. Right. Yeah. 
do you have a but that's all product stuff i think what you were getting at too at the beginning and probably what listeners are or maybe this is a helpful groundwork for the heavier topics that are more divisive yeah because not no one has an opinion yeah really about where the wood from this table came from Mm -hmm. some some people do but (laughs) but these broader political issues that become extremely challenging well to find good news on how much are you um intentionally investigating or like searching for somebody to disprove your position and then diving into that like when i when i mm-hmm. was searching about the electromagnetic magnetic radiation whatever i searched for somebody articles that were claiming it was bad because i didn't think it was bad I, yes. think, I think this is totally harmless yeah but i will look for the people who are saying it's not harmless and then i'll see what they have to say and I'll look That's at their great. sources. Yeah. Do you do you do that sort of thing? Sure. Yeah. On topics that I find that I'm really that I really care about in that moment. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't care about them. Yeah. I mean, there's even things I I try to do that even in my hobbies or something just with games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which game is it's best? just a good strategy. Like, or, so I'll type in, "Is this not a good strategy?" Or <laughs> if only I were to do that with the topics that matter most. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just it's trying your best to resist the confirmation bias. That, yeah. You need to look for disconfirming evidence. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a good way to mitigate. But what does that look like? That's. I mean, I think most people would know that perhaps. But what does that look like in the info war age with social media and all these various news streams? Yeah. That may have these agendas and to and just to give the devil has due with like this article this baby article yeah that was somewhat misleading there's a double-edged sword in news media where how how do i explain it everyone will know what i'm talking about when i start to there is this spectrum of how accurate and detailed do i make the headline yep uh in order to be faithful to the evidence that I actually have versus making it something that anyone will ever read. Because yeah. making the the headline extremely clear and factual is boring. Yes. It's going to get less clicks. Yeah. It will. Yeah. So less people are even going to read what you have to say therein. Yeah, you need to hook them somehow. So like, for instance, even on this little channel, Open to Truth, yeah. I was looking back at the videos... And I saw one of them was titled, Is the Bible Myth? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, the clickbait titles. It's, it's a clickbaity title. <laughs> yeah. You will know from li- once you listen to it that, no, I don't think the enti- <laughs> every single thing in the Bible is a myth. Yeah, yeah. I think it contains some myths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like the epistles are clearly not a myth. They don't belong to that yeah. genre. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there, so, I was trying to get someone to click on this video. The Bible if, a myth? No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> But expelling that all out in the title, yeah. it'll be too wordy and no one will click on it. So there is this... Some parts of the Bible are myth, but not all, especially not the epistles. That would be a bad title. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for... They're done now. They just read that headline and that's yeah. it. I think there's a lot of that, just the and reading so of headlines. And so even to have the voice be heard in this age that we're in requires some amount of loosey-goosey with how it's presented let alone the kickback you get from the clicks and ads on the page and Mm -hmm. the incentive to get the click is much higher than the incentive potentially to be accurate in or fair in the reporting yes yeah i think over time a source is this right that over time a particular source could earn a reputation for Mm -hmm. being more 
trustworthy. Yeah, that happens. Uh, and that I generally trust what the headline that it's communicating the right things that the article is saying. Yeah, yeah. But to your point, I mean, in this, uh, like in particular on social media, we barely ever even recognize what the news source is. You're like, I've never even been to this website. Exactly. Before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These website URLs you've never recognized. You'll never go back to it. No. Nope. You know, it's the only time you're there is to read this one article and let it form you somehow. So in so for me, like in the election season, when I found myself caring more about some of these topics, I would, I would look at different, like these main. I would look at mainstream media. And then some of the alternative media, um, mm -hmm. maybe like, so a key one I would look at, I would look at the Young Turks, which is like a, a pretty big left-leaning mm -hmm. YouTube channel on current events. I would look at the Daily Wire, which yeah. is like Ben Shapiro and company. I would look at Fox and CNN. Yeah. And maybe a few, maybe a MSNBC, maybe something else. But those would be like, if I really wanted to figure out like what, Let's say, what was the takeaway from a debate? I would kind of look at the four of those and see what they're saying and come up with my own yeah. conclusion. If I really cared about that thing. Yeah. Which it might not be right to care about everything to that right. extent. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's helpful. I don't know what else you can do. I mean, to your point, like we are, one of our buddies was suggesting uh, just look at, maybe not just, but prioritize professional journals that have been peer reviewed by experts but hmm. to your point that you mentioned earlier uh you don't always know what these experts like some some looney tunes end up getting phds and right phd can't mean expert i can't i can't make those synonymous in not my automatically mind. not no. automatically i think many experts have phds mm -hmm. and vice versa but i i just can't equate the two in my mind because i've i've seen those letters and some real whack jobs <laughs> you know so, yeah 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 and maybe there is more due diligence, like you could look at the journal and look at the editor of that journal uh, and see. I think it's I think it's helpful to have peers like you that I can bounce and, and others that I can bounce ideas off and hopefully we can keep each other from drifting too far out. Mm -hmm. um, like even in philosophy of the mm -hmm. discipline that I'm now at this point like tangentially related to, mm -hmm. I know some of the big name uh, guys that are the heads of these journals. I don't know them personally, but I would, I have the name recognition there. Yeah. Uh, I know what schools they went to and their track record of good publications. I'm like, Oh, he's the editor of this journal. Yeah. Okay. That gives me, and he's a big name. Yeah. He's really thinking about what articles to allow into this journal. I know he's probably set up some good, uh, peer review folks to yeah. look at this article before it gets published. And I don't have that with all the different philosophy journals that are out there. I'll get, I'll, I, who is basically out of the industry at this point, still get emails from random people like, hey, do you want to be in this journal? Really? And it's just some made up new journal they're trying to get going that would turn up on a Google yeah, search, like the American philosophy journal of religion. Yeah. I just made that. And, yeah, yeah. It, and for the lay person that's just kind of looking for stuff that might turn it up. might like, carry the same the journal. Right. Exactly. <laughs> See, I don't know. Yeah. So looking at what are the credentials of the editor of the journal. But again, to me, that is so next level. Uh, it needs to be a pretty important topic for you to do all that digging, yeah. I think. Yeah. All right. Well, that's helpful. I feel like I'm, I'm at least not alone in it. So the takeaway, I think, right would path. be... What's the takeaway for the listener? 
um, stop beating yourself up too much mm -hmm. about feeling like you didn't do enough digging for the evidence. But also, if you are finding yourself like you just believe everything that you read on social media, mm -hmm. or you or you are convicted afresh that you may be within an echo chamber, mm -hmm. do that extra legwork of looking into sources that maybe maybe you're even convinced like have been corrupted in a way by mm -hmm. whichever side. If you're left-leaning, you're like, oh, that's just a right-wing propaganda thing. Yeah. Or if you're right-wing, oh, that's just a left-wing propaganda thing. Still still look at it Yeah. because it's not like every single person who works at that thing is a dye-in-the-wool, like totally corrupt, mm -hmm. truth-disavowing lunatic, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So, so take some time, see what the other side's saying, and make up your own mind. Yeah. Start to pay attention to your habits. I'd be curious to know. Mm-hmm. What those are how do you normally go about scouring for research do you prefer official sources or like the underground sources like reddit and 4chan or mm -hmm. wherever else sorry you about to say something no it's, uh i was gonna add to maybe reflect on your motivation of why you're looking at that piece of content in that moment like what brought me here mm. to this moment was it a genuine search for truth on this topic that i previously cared about or was i flipping through pictures of my friend's vacation and then like it just like boom, this headline got me yeah and now i'm kind of fake in interested yes. in what was the i don't know the etymology of the cleveland indians yeah. baseball team <laughs> yeah. name yeah or what happened with this mass shooter incident yeah and it's like i i didn't really care about that two seconds before i just fell You're upon surfing this. the algorithm yeah, it's taking you for a ride. Right. Yeah. Or am I or for my typical things like let's say I watch Ben Shapiro from time to time. Mm -hmm. Why why am I doing that? Is it because I'm on a genuine hunt for truth about current events or do I find him to just be an entertaining guy to listen to yeah. and I laugh at the jokes that he makes? <clears throat> yeah. And it's more entertainment. Right. And it's not you know, I'm not looking at any of the sources or anything. Right, right. For for what's being said. Fill in time. So just yeah. noticing that in yourself, like before you come to some conclusion, just try to check yourself. I know it's difficult and I'm, both of us are just as guilty as anyone, mm -hmm. but why am I watching this right now? Is it because I want to get the, to the bottom of this topic? Yeah. And, or maybe not the bottom or just a, a, a suitable informed threshold on this topic. Yeah. And if that's not the case, if you're not ready to do that, or that's not the explicit reason, then just be careful about forming an opinion yeah, in or, that moment. Or I would even say restating an opinion. Like if you're in a public setting with friends or family or whatever, and you find yourself spouting off a headline, Talking but that's about all you've got is the headline, probably need to do a little more research. Mm -hmm. All right, well, reach out to us. You can always write, uh, you can leave a comment on this video if you're on YouTube, or you can write to us mailbag at opentotruth.com. We'd love to hear your approach and uh, ask any questions you've got. We'll... We'll um, address those on the show. Very yeah. good. Oh, if you haven't yet subscribed, there's a weekly blog that goes out. Openatruth.com slash subscribe. You'll get little philosophical nuggets sent to your inbox. You'll bloody love it. It'll be brilliant. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope this was helpful. It was for me anyway. And uh, we'll see you next time. Stay curious. Take care.